Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk Saturdays at 8 a.m. Sundays at 11 a.m. here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. Now here's your host, Jay Garvin. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Welcome, radio and podcast listeners. I am Jay. If you're hearing my voice for the very first time, I'm your friend. Right here at the Cardio Studios or on your favorite platform and podcast, The Jay Garvin Show. Home and Mortgage Talk, where you and I have been having a straightforward conversation with the occasional interruption from my producer, Matt, about mortgage, real estate, budgeting, finance, baby steps, residual income, investment properties, and everything in between. We've talked about Jesus. We've talked about Santa Claus. We've talked about Paulus to Putin. It is a economic real estate mortgage finance show. This is not a political show where my head would explode with all of the crap going on around here. If any of you heard from economic sense that Tucker Carlson literally had the huevos to interview Putin and everybody's head in the European Union, the Biden administration, and the rest of the world is exploding. That's why I love the man so much, just like Joe Rogan. I love that man as well. I guess there's other people like, you know, the Taylor Swifts and the Aaron Rodgers in the world that I'm somewhere indifferent. But I like to come at mortgage and finance, real estate, budgeting, and retirement decisions with this straightforward cut-the-crap approach. We like to get a little bit of humor. Every once in a while, when you're lucky, I bring in a good friend like Bill McAfee. And today, I am doing the same with one of my best friends, definitely my best work friend in the world. Ken Smith's going to be joining us in about four minutes. It is well worth your time because today, with the drum roll, Matt, we're talking plainly about reverse mortgage, the refinance and purchase. So a reverse mortgage is very, very simple. For the most part, it's an FHA product, which means it's an insured mortgage with the security of a note and a deed, very similar to a normal forward mortgage with the FHA in purchasing or refinancing your house. The only difference, if you're listening, you have to be 62 years or older or at least have one human being in the owner-occupied house not rental property, not investment property, but a home that you occupy, you have a deed. If you're going to purchase or refinance that loan, you're going to have a monthly payment with principal and interest, both to pay the bank and reduce the balance. That's called a normal or a forward mortgage. Every month you make a payment, the eventual goal is to own the house outright. If you do a reverse mortgage, it simply is a forward mortgage in reverse meaning instead of making a payment every month in order to end with the outright ownership of the house, you go ahead and stay in the house and you make an interest payment to the bank every single month, but it sits in a virtual pile. Like imagine a pile of snow on these snowy afternoons lately. Every single month you take a shovel full of interest 
you put it in a hypothetical pile. You make no principal, no interest payment. You get to stay in your house in the golden years of your life without accounting for any principal and interest payment. Only your taxes and only your insurance, which is a tremendous savings. And if you own your house outright, you can get a pile of cash to do a myriad of things, and we'll talk about that today. But if you have a mortgage for $1,000 a month, you can have that mortgage paid off, stay in ownership of the house, and have that interest sit aside until you've passed away, sold the house, or lived in the house, but have been absent from living in the house 12 or more months, then all of the interest is due. That's what we're going to talk about, a reverse mortgage as opposed to a forward mortgage. We're going to talk about understanding the reverse mortgage. We're going to talk a little bit about the history of it. How long have these crazy products been around? What are the types? What can they be used for? What type of loan products are they? You know, are they going to be FHA? Are they going to be portfolio? Do they have a variable rate or a fixed rate? And then we're going to talk about whether and how you're eligible for it. But the big takeaway is this today. If you're listening, please understand that Americans now, congratulations, in January of 2024, have more credit card and unsecured debt than we've ever had as a nation. Say what? That's no shocker. With high interest rates and credit cards at 25% and with inflation hitting anywhere from 3% to 8% consistently rising over the last two years, there's over a trillion dollars of debt. And if you know somebody, if you are somebody in your golden years, 62 to 92 years old, or you know somebody, and they have more bills than they do fixed paycheck every month, you've got to call me at 719-330-1457 to look at your options before it's too late. So don't go anywhere. Like I said, call me during the break at 719-330-1457. I want to help you with your next purchase or refinance transaction. So please stay tuned. It's great information. Call during the break and I'll be back after these messages and with my friend Ken Smith right here on the Jay Garvin Show. Honey, don't get everything is true. But what it don't get, I can't use. I need There are times when you need someone. I will be by. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment brought to you by locally owned Rocky Mountain Climate, a family owned business. Hey, where's the beat? Let me show you the light. Open your sticking with me. I'm Jay Garvin, the host of the Jay Garvin Show. I come from the perspective of a licensed loan originator, and for me today, only, what, one time a year, got my friend Ken Smith here. Ken, when's the last time you've been in the studio? I think it's been about, I don't know, 16, 18 months, something like that. Yeah, I think we didn't we didn't go in 2023 because of everything we had going on and my unnamed sponsorship allegiances. <laughs> but in 22, we did, and we've been working together for more than 10 years. And everybody, this is when you call Jay Garvin's and Ken Smith, 719-330-1457. Ken Smith is a team member with me. We're both licensed loan originators in multiple states with Churchill Mortgage right here from downtown Colorado Springs. 
We're helping someone right now with a reverse mortgage in Chattanooga, Tennessee, right, Ken? That's correct. And that is to get cash out so she can bless some relatives, right? That is correct. And you're doing another reverse mortgage where what are they doing with the money? So this is a longtime client that finally decided to downsize just a little bit, but they're doing a reverse for Porchers. Selling their big house down on the mountains and going to use that money to buy a house that they will never make payments on. Until the day they depart this earth. That's right. Yep, and Ken has done that before. So we're actually going to talk about a reverse for purchase. But in the first 30 seconds, Ken, I'm going to read some of these uh, myth busters. This is just to get a context of understanding a reverse mortgage. The first and most common question I get, hey, the reverse mortgage actually takes ownership of the home from me and gives it to the bank. And that's obviously false, right, Ken? That is that is correct. It is a false statement. And w- what is the ownership and how does it break down for someone with a reverse mortgage? Is it the same as a forward mortgage or is it different? It is the same. You do not lose your ownership position at all. It's just a lien against the house like a normal, typical mortgage. That is correct. Okay. Number two. Oh, my God, if I do a reverse mortgage, my heirs will never get to inherit the house. Well, it's designed now to leave so much equity in the property. They don't want the house. They want your family to dispose of it or whatever they decide Sell to do. Sell it or refinance it. Correct. But it absolutely, the same way you have full control of your normal house with a forward mortgage, anybody who has a reverse mortgage maintains ownership the entire duration of a reverse mortgage. Maintains ownership and has all the same options that any forward mortgage holder has. Yep. Oh, my God, I'm afraid that as a homeowner, I could be forced out of the house. No, that's why you're doing it. So you don't have to make the payments so you don't get forced out. (laughs) Yes. But you do have to pay your taxes and insurance. You do. (laughs) And if you have very poor credit and poor pay history, then they may do a mandated escrow account to ensure that you not only get the freedom of no mortgage payment or cash out, but also they're going to set aside some of that money to make the escrows in the worst case scenario, right? That's correct. Okay, good. And then this next one is that, oh, my God, my Social Security or Medicaid and Medicare is going to be affected if I do a reverse mortgage. No, it's not because it's not income. Exactly. It's just an asset. And these are simple things. So I'll answer a couple. Here, homeowners pay taxes on a reverse mortgage. That is false, meaning if you borrow money, that is not a taxable event. In fact, all of the interest that you set aside in a virtual pile, the 10 or 20 years you're in the house not making payments, when you sell the house, if you're still alive, you get to take all of that tax-deductible interest in one entity, or if, God forbid, you should pass away and you want your family and your heirs to settle the estate, they are going to get not only free money, but one massive tax deduction, at least someone like the executor of your will. And the last thing is reverse mortgage is very similar to a line of equity or a home equity loan. And that's totally false, Ken, right? Because the the purpose here is no payment, right? Correct. Yeah. So if you can find a line of equity payment where you take out a hundred grand and the bank doesn't make you pay the payment, you call me at seven one nine three three zero one four five seven because we want to get that loan on our books, right? <laughs> that's right. Sure do. Okay. So that's just some of the basic questions. Kenny, do you want to read the history or you want me to read the history? You know, the first loan yeah. ever reversed, 1961, was from Nellie in the Midwest. 
husband died, she freaked out, couldn't take care of the farm, went crying to the banker, and the banker's like, whoa, Nellie, I can just go ahead and make the payments on your loan, the interest payments, and when you sell the farm, or should you pass away, I'll just take all of the interest payments then and then give the farm to your son. That literally was the first reverse mortgage in 1961, and how apropos that it would be in the Midwest where they make common sense decisions. You can imagine what this mortgage product would have looked like if a New Yorker or a California oh, no, figured it out. It would have had it would have had antler horns on it, probably a you a know uh, and and a uh, battery in the trunk of this mortgage product. But in the 1980s, Congress got serious when the Senate Special Committee said, whoa, the greatest generation is aging. We need some solutions. So in 87, Congress passed the FHA insurance bill that kind of recognized reverse mortgages. Ronald Reagan in 1988 actually signed the FHA reverse mortgage into law. But FHA isn't the only reverse mortgage, is it, Ken? No, it's not. It's it's the most popular. It's For a lot of people, they look at it as the, the safest because it is a government product. They know that they're never going to be held responsible for, uh, God forbid, another real estate bubble where massive amounts of, of value are lost at Equity one time. Lost. So what? If, if I had a $2 million home up in uh, Flying Horse or in the Broadmoor, and I wanted a million-dollar reverse mortgage to spoil everybody in my line of descendants, would you do an FHA or another type of reverse if it was a million dollar in El Paso County? So I would probably look at the FHA. It's, it's a right now the cap on the FHA is a 1.149, a 1.1 million roughly. Period. That's Period. as big as you can go, but, but you could do it that yeah. that high. Yeah, but based on your age is is going to determine your biggest how big your slice of the pie is going to be. Cause, well, let's talk about that first. Yeah. Tell me what are the three. Points of eligibility. Can anybody in the world, if they're a renter, do a reverse mortgage? No, because they don't own a property. Okay, so own a property yep. is one of the requirements. If I'm 45 years old and I just got pissed and I quit my school job, can I get a reverse? No, you cannot get a reverse. Because what's the minimum age? Minimum age is 62. But if I'm 70 years old and I am a successful retired female real estate agent and I've got a boyfriend who's 52 years old, 10 years under the age... Can Mama and Sugar Daddy do a reverse mortgage? That answer she's is... She's 75 and yeah. he's 52. Ooh. He's hey, a sugar mama. <laughs> she's a sugar mama. And that's his little sugar daddy, baby. Well, if 75-year-old gal, retired. If he's owns a, on the deed, uh-huh. then he is going to be required to go through the counseling with her. And the, the product can be done. Great. It's going to be based on his age, not hers. But, but it means a very small done. slice of the pie. It could be done. Because as long as one of the people in what type of house? It has house? to be An ownership. Investment? So it nope. has to be primary residence. Primary residence. They they both have to have ownership. Uh-huh. And as long as one is over the age of 62, but they have really bad credit, do they qualify? Well, they can qualify because it's not really based on credit. In that example, you're going to get that mandatory escrow, or as they call it, a LISA, a lifetime expected set-aside, uh-huh. to escrow, basically escrow about 16 years' worth of insurance and tax. Well, good. Dollars. And in Plaza County, that's not bad because we've got relatively low property tax and we've got affordable insurance. So if you're listening... 62 years or older, and it doesn't matter if it's you. You could be a 50-year-old contractor listening right now, and you've got a 70-year-old mom who's got a very small and fixed income that's losing every year to inflation, right, Ken? 
That's correct. And if you feel terrible because you're barely making your bills and you have a parent who is this old, you can help them walk through. Because if they're over 62, if they own the house and they live in the house and it's a qualifying house, they're eligible. Now, what about the qualifying house? What happens if someone owns a fourplex and I rent three units but I'm an 80-year-old guy that lives in the fourth unit. Could I do a reverse mortgage? You can do a reverse mortgage. Okay, cool. And in the last minute here, what happens if it's a duplex? Can I do a duplex? If you are living on one of the sides. Yeah. And then what happens if it's my second house in Tennessee? No, sir. You've got to live in the house at least. So as long as they're living in it, what, six, seven months a year, what happens if it's like John, our friend, Mm -hmm. and his wife that spend seven months a year here and three in Arizona, could they still do it on their house they own here, even though they're traveling to Arizona for two or three months? On their house here, not on the one in Arizona. Great. See, folks, these are pretty simple. People that make this more confusing than it is. Isn't that silly, Ken, how we get so many confused and scared people? It is, but that's one of the reasons I want the the children, like the contractor you talked about, I want him in there with that appointment so that he can get an understanding of what this is along with his adult parent. Well, I mean, I'm going to ask you the same question, Ken. Ask me. Jay, are you going to do a reverse mortgage? Jay, are you going to do a reverse mortgage? Damn skippy. (laughs) I I got a house in the Broadmoor that's more than a million. I love my kids. I've got investment properties. You know through the trust that we're going to have. I'm going to refinance and take most of the money out of that, but my kids are going to get that. My kids are not going to get a million dollars for my house. And I I just talked to Marlo. We're never selling this house unless we can buy Tom and Jeannie's, our neighbor's house across the street, because it's just as nice as ours, but half the size. I'm going to own this house outright like I do, and then when I'm like 75, it'll be worth at least $1.5 million, and conservatively, mm-hmm. I'm taking out at least a half a million dollars, and then I'm taking all of my kids and my grandkids down to Honduras, where you and I are doing a mission, and let them see what it's like to serve the kingdom in our life. Maybe I'll take them to the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, and all that. Ken, would you and your wife do a product? I expect that we will be doing it. Yeah, and you would be surprised to know here, right, in the last three minutes of this segment, Ken, more of the people that we've helped have been doctors, dentists. What did Frank do? Frank was independent. Yeah, Frank was uh, our first one out here Yeah, uh, my, when I moved out here. He was actually retired. Contractor he, or yeah, he something was, like He was former military. Military, contractor, contractor cybersecurity. Uh, These are all high-end wage earners that are astute thinkers. Now, don't get me wrong. We saved an amazing couple where where he's terminal with illness and she needed help. That's you've done that in Florida, we've done that here, but they can stay in that property forever. Yeah. yeah. That enabled them literally he told me if this does not go through, we have to sell. Yes. And I just talked to her this week but she thanked me for Mike's book and I said, mm-hmm. "How is your husband doing?" and she said, "It's day to day. I thank God for you and Ken every day." And Kenny, you know with you, we're closer to the end of our career than the beginning. <laughs> Folks, we yeah. just want to help you out there, right? Ken, you'll sit That's down with it. someone for a half hour to an hour, no strings attached to help them understand this, yeah, right? Yeah, there's no greater joy than putting somebody in a better position having met them than when you when you did meet them. Yeah. That you're leaving they're leaving better off. Yeah, okay, so before we go, real quick, we've got what, the one last minute? How much? we got 90 seconds, just real simply. We know that these can be used for purchases. We know that these can be used for refinances. What kind of actual products are there, 
Ken, are there line of equities? Are there fixed variable? Go through that a minute or two. So there's basically there's either a fixed product or there's an adjustable rate product. What does that mean? A fixed product means it's a, just like a fixed forward mortgage. The interest rate is fixed and doesn't ever get changed until you make a decision to change it. And what about a variable? Variable is just what it says. It, it will oscillate with the market. market, but what it does, it allows you a greater access to cash. At, to cash. What's the what, breakdown? If you help 100 people with a reverse mortgage, what percent choose variable on their own decision-making accord and what percent choose fixed? A little over 80% will choose that adjustable rate because they're looking to maximize yeah. access to cash. Great. So don't go anywhere, you guys. Ken's going to be back. And this is the most important thing that I'm going to tell you. It's not going to be to take your kids for vacation, you get a reverse mortgage. It's not going to be to go ahead and buy a fancy car. For a majority of us, it's going to be to pay our bills. And right now, if you're staying in your house and you need the roof upgraded, HVAC improvements, that's one of the biggest reasons people do that. So don't go anywhere. Back right after these messages, call me at 719-330-1457 during the break to set up your complimentary appointment with Ken Smith and Jay Garvins for the reverse mortgage and knowledge. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. The Jay Garvin Show. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Well, welcome back. I'm Jay Garvin's. Ken Smith, my good friend, both of us licensed loan originators, are talking about the reverse mortgage all day. We were supposed to have, I'm telling you, in our part of town, we've got some snow today in time. But Kenny, that's That's us. It's you and I, baby. We get to go through this. Tell me, when we ended, we were talking about what were the types of reverse mortgages, variable, fixed. 80% of the people pick a variable that floats with the actual market most people pick a variable reverse mortgage for what reason to access more cash to access more cash because cash is king oh i like that matt money 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 but now what happens if you've got a riverboat off the mississippi that you want to do a reverse mortgage on because you've been a fisherman your whole life and it's it's been tied to the dock for more than five years. Can we do a reverse mortgage you on be, that? You better catch that golden fish because you can't do a reverse on that. <laughs> but if you have a modular out in the middle of Rush, Colorado, can we do that? We certainly can. Absolutely. But it's now got to be of certain conditions, certain age and all of that. But there's no judgment there. If you have five or 50 acres out in Rush or in Springfield and you want to do a reverse, more power to you. Absolutely. we help you out at any time. 
What about someone who has had a house that they bought as a fourplex, but it's got an in-law quarter over the garage and they turned it into six units? It's a sixplex, but they live in it. Can they do that? Well, no, that's a sixplex. It goes out of the realm of residential mortgage. Lending. Okay, good. What's the maximum number of units, Ken, to be residential and qualify for a reverse mortgage? That's four units. Four units. So there's a lot of people that do that. If you've got a duplex and you've got an in-law quarters, a cabin in the back of the property, that's a threeplex, then you're good to go. Yes. How about condos or townhomes? Condos and townhomes. Townhomes definitely are, are without question. Condos, you do have to make sure that they're not a condo tell. You have to make sure that... What's a condo tell? Condo tell is where they have a, a desk where people can check in for time rentals. Like in um, Fort Myers, Fort where Myers. you used to live, if there's a hotel Absolutely. right on the harbor or Fort on Myers the beach, beach. Fort Myers Beach, and if everybody owns a unit but you walk through a lobby with a deck, that's a no-go. That's correct. Okay. Well, good. Now, some of the other things that we talked about with the different mortgages, a lot of people have negative connotations to reverse mortgages, and this isn't a dubbed question at all. Why do you think that is? They were scared. There's a lot of misinformation on the Internet 15 years ago. Some of it's still out there on the Internet. But the biggest part is, is misinformation has been the, the And what's some of the misinformation? People, like we said before in the actual wives' tales of, oh, my God, someone's going to take my house. Oh, yeah. someone's going to take my Social Security, Medicaid. Yeah, I've got to pay tax on this money. I'm going to lose ownership of it because i got to do this reverse and it's, it's, they, take, they take the house from me. Uh-huh. All of that stuff is where it comes. And in the last Obama administration in 2009, there was a lot of legislative updates to where it safeguards the individuals getting a reverse mortgage in a much larger fashion, right? Right. So here's an example. The uh, gentleman that I'm working for, with right now is buying a house with a reverse mortgage. He's uh-huh. 78 years old. His wife is 78 years old. And I just did these numbers for him yesterday. 61% of that purchase price he has got to provide. So he's getting 39% on a reverse mortgage at, at 78, 78 years old. 78. And in 1999 or 2005, as opposed to 2009, 10, and 11, when Obama and Congress during that time changed it, a 78-year-old used to get how much access to their equity? They would probably get about 65 to 70%. Yeah. See, it's, it's, uh, it's virtually impossible to run out of equity now. And quite honestly, if you own a $300,000 house, it's only going to get you access to a hundred to 150 grand max nice. ever. But it does still with Frank and others, it's when it goes up to 87, 88, 90, it goes up sharp above 50%. It does. It does. Yeah. So these are things. And, and I'm going to tell you here in the last five minutes of this segment, it's so important for you to hear. If anybody's listening to this, my interpretation and view on reverse and Ken Smith's interpretation on reverse is very different from what your view might be because, Ken, I use this as one of the last options in my life, not the first option. At 62, I'm not going to go for that. I mean, if someone has, and we did a gentleman that, that had plenty of money, $10,000, yeah. and he still was going to do it, and in the end... He decided, and we said, buddy, you've got all of these other assets and all this other residual income. What did we recommend? Did he not do it at this time? Yeah, because you got plenty of money. I mean, I'm not going to do this. Here's an example. If my children are successful financially 
and they say, Mom and Dad, we should go on a trip to Australia or to Germany, and we put our money together, I'm not going to resort to a reverse mortgage. But if they don't, and they're not financially sound, I'm going to take my money, and I have a lot of clients like Frank, because he helped his daughter. Twice. Take his money and bless my children or your children, Ken, with our presence. Like across the room, like you see me, I see you, we're present. We can enjoy this money together as opposed to us kicking the bucket, getting thrown into a grave, and then the only thing we have left is our presence, the thing that we leave behind. And guess what? You, know, you saw my parents go through a death and inheritance for us. Three yes. out of four of my siblings pissed away the money. I'm not going to wait for my kids. So many of you out there say, I want to leave my kids something. Well, you should, but you make sure that they're going to do something wise with it. Leave them good habits. Yeah, that's, I love that, man. Leave them good habits. But here are some of the things that I'm going to share with you, and Ken, let's talk about, is what are some of the reasons that we should tell people to be leery of a reverse mortgage. Like if someone comes to us, Ken, into our office in the last three minutes here and says, I want to do a reverse mortgage because someone said I can buy 15% ownership in an investment community down in Yuma, Arizona. Yeah, that's not what this is for. Exactly. It's not for you to lose money. It's to help you maintain your life, your home. With having less outgoing payment burdens. Correct. Yeah. So if... People want to fund a risky investment, like I said, probably a bad idea. How about this? Because this happened a lot in New York. People that want to do a reverse mortgage on their primary residence in order to leverage themselves and buy a vacation home down in Florida. Yeah, that's not uh, another reason not to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What about individuals that are cautious about the reverse mortgage What's a couple of reasons we would confirm to say, yes, you should be cautious about these aspects of the reverse mortgage? Well, you definitely have to have a good equity position in your home. You need a minimum, and again, a minimum minimum of 50%. A minimum. So if you're about to call and you're like, this is the thing for me, and you've only got 10% equity, you would be a fool for even trying to do it. Yeah, you don't have room. And what 50 about 50 is pushing it for somebody unless you're in your mid mid. The upper 80s, really. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so now it's really you need to have 60% or more if you're anywhere in the 70s. Yeah. So the lady that we're helping in Chattanooga, Chattanooga Tennessee, Tennessee, her appraisal was $1.995 million. They're leaving $1.5 million in equity in the home. Mm-hmm. She's 68, so she's on the younger side, yeah. but she's only accessing less than half a million dollars. Wow. And that's similar to Marlo and I. Meaning by the time we even consider this, our house is going to be worth at least $2 million. And unless one of our kids wants to buy our house and say, Mom, I want to do that, Dad, I want to do that, we're going to do a reverse mortgage so we can help them and more so our grandchildren. So I'm excited. Don't go anywhere. There's two more reasons to really be cautious of the reverse mortgage. So don't go anywhere. Hold over the break. Ken Smith and I will be finishing the last 10 minutes of conversations about the reverse mortgage, refinance, and the reverse mortgage for purchase, call me at 719-330-1457. We've got a very important announcement of a, a tremendous Colorado and friend of mine that passed away this last week. We're going to give you the details after the break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Jig Army Show.
The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pop you up. Wrap it up. Well, thanks for sticking with me. This is the last segment of the Jay Garvin Show where Ken Smith and I, this is maybe once a year, once every 18-month show, The Reverse Mortgage. We're finishing up the conversation, but for all of you out there that may have been familiar with the name Keith King, uh, Keith and Sandy King have been very good friends of mine my entire adult life since 1998 when I met them. Uh, Keith King passed away a week ago today, and his memorial service is on the 21st of February, I believe, at Radiant Church. But if you would like more information, you can search the Gazette. Sandy or Brandon or Jeremy, if any of his family are listening, Keith King made a huge difference. Keith King made such a difference in the state of Colorado that Governor Paulus put all of the flags in the state of Colorado at half-mast. He was a titan of education. My kids graduated with one of the best degrees in the country as far as a high school diploma from Cheyenne Mountain Charter Academy and later Vanguard Academy went into Cheyenne Mountain High School and skated through a 4.0. So please pay your respects to the King family. And he was a big part of my life. He was. He was one of the first people you introduced me to when I came out in 2013. Absolutely. And we, like everything, he was friend. I I did loans for he and his wife. He taught me business. He owned Waterbed Palace. I helped his son, Brandon, buy his very first house. And now these kids are amazing engineers, and his brother's a doctor. And, you know, here's some fast, quick facts. He was a majority leader of the House. He was one election away from being the Speaker of the House. And one thing I didn't know, when Hickenlooper was incapacitated for some reason for a week, Keith King was in charge of the state. And then not only was a state representative and a senator, more important than that, he was on a school district and he founded the charter academies and then he was on the city council for a term and he was a president of the council. And more than anything, he loved Jesus. He and Sandy always have. He mentored people on both sides of the aisle. So if you know Keith, say a prayer for his family, extended and immediate with Sandy, married 50 years, but I needed that time to share that with you. Now, Ken, back to reverse mortgages. If you don't have a lot of equity in your house, 60% or more, that's something that you should be very cautious of. What other things should you be cautious of when considering a reverse mortgage? Well, one of the first things we talk about is the fact that closing costs are higher on a reverse mortgage than they are on a forward mortgage. And that's very true. And let me preface that. If you're active duty military and you buy one house and then you sell and you buy another house, we give that same caution for individuals paying the funding fee on a reverse because if you're buying a house with no money down, your VA closing fees, if you don't have any disability rating, are disproportionately high as well, correct? Yeah, they're about 3.2%. So if you buy a half a million dollar house, you're going to be paying over $15,000 just in closing cost fees for the VA insurance. For, for use of the VA. Actually, VA guarantee. guarantee. And 
FHA, the same thing. What's the FHA mortgage insurance premium up front? Is it 1.25%? Yeah, that's that's the difference of the reverse and the forward. The forward, it's funded on top of your loan, so you're still paying it. But in the reverse, that money comes out of the equity of your house right away. That's what makes it disproportionately higher closing costs. Because if you do a $100,000 reverse mortgage, then right away you're going to have $1,250 that gets taken, and that's on top of the closing costs. Correct. Okay. And then the last one is that, let's look here. What's the last cautionary sense? We're talking about the difference in interest rates from forward to reverse. What is an interest rate on, we're talking here in February of 2024, if you're listening to this podcast later, what are rates right now on a variable reverse mortgage? About 7.8% with a 2.5% margin. Okay. So... Seven and a half percent, and right now, Ken, if someone's doing a thirty-year fixed mortgage, uh, what's the rates on that? That, that would, about, give or take about, about seven percent. Yeah, say six point seven five to seven and a quarter. So they're what you say they're going to be equal or higher in ninety percent of the cases. Now, if you have bad credit, a five eighty credit score on a forward mortgage, you're going to be up at eight or nine percent. We're in a reverse. It's really not dependent on your credit rating. It's really not. They use your credit to see how you pay your bills in a timely fashion. That, that determines whether or not you have that escrow or Lisa account. Okay. So that's really, really important. So the final thing, let's just go ahead, Ken. What have we not talked about? What was reverse mortgage Talk to us a bit about the counseling. I mean, in a normal mortgage, you can just call someone and say, hey, you're a licensed loan originator or you're registered with a federal institution like a mortgage banker or someone at a credit union. But with the reverse mortgage, it's not that easy. You have to do some upfront legwork. It is. One of the first things when after the first appointment or meeting says they're going to go ahead and move forward, I give them a list of counselors that they can choose a counselor from. This is a national list. I also give them a local list. It's local to Aurora Aurora Community Development Office. But they go through about an hour's worth of counseling on the phone, and then I get a certificate that says that they went through this. This is an independent third party, no compensation for the loan. Their job is simply to educate them on the loan and talk to them about a reverse mortgage. And then they get a certificate, and then they move forward. They move forward. And is that free, or does that cost money? It can be anywhere from free up to $199. Okay, great. And with the last five that you have done, have they paid or has it been complimentary? One has paid, the rest have been complimentary. Okay, great. And She did hers the day after Christmas, that's why. The day after <laughs> Christmas, that's why. And it's 719-330-1457. In the last minute here, Kenny, anything on the top of your mind we haven't talked about? Don't be afraid. Okay. Get educated. Call us and get educated. Yeah. Then you can make a good decision. Yeah, and Ken has an office. I have an office right downtown. So there's no excuse if not to. It's totally free even before you do the counseling. So thanks for coming on, Ken. I appreciate you. We have to do this sooner. If you're listening right now, the bottom line is this. If you've got more months than money, if you've got more bills than fixed retirement income, you have to call me at 719-330-1457 to do your research. If you own a home and you have more bills than months, there are solutions. So as I state at the end of every show, go grow and prosper. Tell someone close that you love them because that's all that matters in the end. Not your house, not your reverse mortgage, not even your fancy car.
You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Tune in next week right here on KRDO News Radio. I paid the bank note, the car note, and yes, I paid the phone bill too. And then I turned around and I found that the house note too. The proceeding is a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. At the end of the money, I'd love to take you out like I said I would, honey, but there's too much month at the end of the money. Too much month at the end of the money.